Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, June the 6th. I hope you're having a great day and we are glad to have you with us for our Winning Side broadcast. And uh, we are uh, thankful to have you joining us on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, those on the radio app, those on the podcast, we welcome you today. And then those watching on Facebook, uh, those watching on YouTube, thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, we are thankful to have you with us. We had a great day yesterday in church. And I know I probably say that every Monday, but it's true every Monday. Uh, Sunday, yesterday was such a great day. Uh, we had a, a young man get baptized in the morning service. Uh, we had a family that joined the church in the morning. Uh, we had a young lady that got saved on one of our bus routes yesterday. Uh, we had the Brady Rochester family uh, with us all day, and they sang and just did such an amazing job. It was just a wonderful day, uh, good spirit, and uh, I thank the Lord for uh, church. I'm thankful we can come and uh, be encouraged and be blessed. And uh, we had promotion Sunday yesterday. Uh, a lot of the children rotated up to their new classes. We had graduation Sunday and we got to recognize our high school graduates. And it's just a wonderful day. And I hope you're doing well on this Monday. Today is the start uh, of our summer revival. Tonight, 7 o'clock, uh, Brother Joe Arthur will be with us. And he'll be preaching tonight. Brother Lou Rossi will be tomorrow night. And then Brother Joe Arthur Wednesday night. And we'll have special music uh, tonight and tomorrow night. It's going to be a wonderful service. And uh, I'd ask you to, to just make plans to be here. Now, if you cannot be here, if something happens and you're not able to come for some reason, uh, I hope you'll tune in online, hope you listen in on the radio, and I hope for all of us, I hope we'll be praying for a great service tonight. Let's pray God will do a great work. A happy birthday yesterday to Dorothy Suit. I hope you had a great day yesterday, and then a happy birthday today to Lauren Brown, and happy anniversary to Dan and Kelly Bybee, our assistant pastor and his wife, uh, 19 years uh, for, that they've been married. We thank the Lord for them. And then also today, Gabe and Lydia Fenera. Uh, I believe it's 13 years for the Feneras, and uh, we're thankful for them, and a happy anniversary to you. Let's be in prayer today for our church. Pray for our missionaries. Let's pray for one another. Uh, a lot of health needs, uh, folks who've lost loved ones, we're praying for comfort for them. And uh, let's uh, pray for a great week uh, this week. Our teens will be going on their retreat Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Let's pray for safety and uh, pray for God to work in their hearts as well. Well, we'll have a song, and right after this song, we're going to get into our Bible study. And I think we'll finish up today, Psalm 78. Uh, if we don't finish today, I think we'll get it tomorrow. But we'll do the Bible study right after this song. Revival can happen, it really can happen. Here in this place, there's mercy and grace to refresh every soul. Revival can happen. 
Sweet spirit of love, sweep down from above, come take control. My heart longs to be in a place where I see the glory of God falling down. Just a moment with Jesus, a fresh glimpse of Jesus, turns the coldest of Christians around. For revival can happen, it really can happen. Here in this place, there's mercy and grace to refresh every soul. For revival can happen, it really can happen. Sweet spirit of love, sweep down from above. When his children are humble and pray for revival, God's power can reach deep within. To reclaim every Christian from cold dead religion and save the souls of lost men. For revival can happen, it really can happen. Here in this place, there's mercy and grace to refresh every soul. For revival can happen, it really can happen. Sweet spirit of love, sweep down from above, come take control. Sweet spirit of love, sweep down from above. Amen for that. Psalm 78, we covered a lot last week, but I want to draw your attention now as we kind of wrap it up. I want you to notice the question that is asked in Psalm 78. By the way, uh, maybe for some of you, uh, I shouldn't say old timers because uh, that maybe sounds uh, disrespectful, disrespectful, but for some of you uh, senior saints out there, uh, maybe you heard the message or maybe you've heard on recording a message, uh, Harold Seitler. Uh, preached years and years ago, uh, can God, was the question, can God, and it came from Psalm 78, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Can God supply the needs? Can God do these things? And it's a great message. If you've never heard that, I encourage you to go look it up and listen. But that's taken from Psalm 78. It says in verse number 19, yea, they spake against God. They said, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Verse 20, behold, he smote the rock that the waters gushed out and the streams overflowed. Can he give bread also? Can he provide flesh for his people? Now, we saw last week that this, these were not people who were curious. These were not people who were wondering, I wonder if God can. Oh, no, God had already done greater things. God had already done mightier things than these. They were tempting God. Uh, they were uh, uh, saying, well, you know, hey, if God's really God, then why doesn't he do this? And friend, we ought never to tempt the Lord. Uh, we ought to never uh, uh, say, well, you know, if God really loves me, then he'll do this. No, no, no. That question's already been settled. Uh, God proved his love for us when he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross. So it's not a question of uh, if God loves us. It's not a question of if God can provide our needs. He can and he will. But the question here is, can God? The answer is yes, he can. God can furnish a table in the wilderness. God did furnish a table in the wilderness. He gave his people manna to eat. 
God gave them meat to eat. God gave them quail. Uh, God gave uh, uh, water for his people to drink. God provided their needs. Think about this. For 40 years as they wandered in the wilderness, they didn't plant gardens. Uh, they didn't plant crops. Uh, they didn't uh, uh, set up uh, houses. They set up tents and they had the tabernacle, but they were moving from place to place. But yet God met every need. God supplied every meal. God supplied everything that they needed for 40 years for a group of a million and a half plus uh, Jews in the wilderness. Can I tell you, God did it for them and God is able to do it for us. We know that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Jeremiah 33, 3, God tells us, he said, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Can God? Oh yes, he can. Will he? I don't know what God will do. Uh, I believe he will. And I trust that he will. And by faith, I believe he will. But I don't know what God will do in my life. I don't know what God will do in your life. But I know this. I know that he can. And I know that he is able. And I know that God can do whatever he wants because he is God. Let me ask you this question. Should God provide our needs? Well, if we're looking at whether or not we are worthy I think the answer is no, he probably shouldn't. Uh, should God continue to bless us? Should God continue to provide for us? Should God continue to do great and mighty things for us? No, he probably shouldn't. We don't deserve it. But I'm glad that our God is a merciful God. I'm glad he is a God of compassion. He is a God of long suffering. I don't know what God will do, but I know what he can do. And I know that he wants to do a great work in our lives. So the question is this, what will you do? Uh, what will I do? What are we doing? Uh, number one, let me ask you this question. Will you trust God? You see, I think that's really the, 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 the point here in Psalm 78 is they were, rather than trusting God, they were tempting God. Uh, will you trust Him? Look at all He's done. Look at what He did for the nation of Israel. Look at what He's done in your life. Look at what He's done in my life. Look at how He has taken care of us uh, uh, today and yesterday and last week and last month and last year. And look at all that God has done. He's been so good. Here's the first question. Will you trust Him? Uh, the second question I want to ask you is, will you turn to Him? You see, the nation of Israel, they turned away from God. Uh, they turned to false gods. They turned to worship the gods of the heathen. They turned to worship the idols of the heathen. It seems like the nation of Israel, they just went back and forth, uh, up and down, side to side in their relationship with the Lord. May God help us today to be faithful. May God help us to be consistent. May God help us to be steady. Can I tell you, there's a generation coming after us of our children, grandchildren, I think about our teenagers and our youth group and our children and our children's ministries. You know what they need to see? They need to see somebody who knows what they believe based upon the Word of God, and then they just stick with it. Uh, friend, we're, we don't believe it just because it's popular. We don't believe it just because everybody's doing it. We believe it because God said it. So here's one question is, will you trust Him? Second question, will you turn to Him? Third question is, will you tempt Him? And unfortunately, that's what the nation of Israel did. They tempted God in their heart. They tempted God, and the Bible says that by tempting God, they limited the Holy One of Israel. You say, well, how can we limit God? Well, the New Testament tells us by our lack of faith. 
Jesus came and did many mighty works, but Jesus in some places says he did not many mighty works because of their unbelief, because of their lack of faith. Friend, I want to tell you, I just believe that God can. I just believe that God is able. I just believe that God will. I just believe that for our church and for our ministry, and I believe for my, my own life and for my, my wife and my children, I just believe that God wants to do greater things. I just believe that God wants to do more, and I believe he can do more. The question is not, can God? The question is, will we trust him? The question is, will we have faith? Will we believe? Uh, uh, faith is uh, believing something without seeing it. That's what faith is. Will you trust him? Number two, will you turn to him? Number three, will you tempt him? But then lastly, uh, will you turn back to him? Uh, maybe you have gotten away from God. Maybe you have begun to tempt God. Maybe you've begun to doubt God. But I want to encourage you today to turn back to God. Hey, let's, let's get things right with God. Let's get our eyes back on Jesus. Let's get our, our, our face back in the Word of God. Let's get back on our knees. Let's get back to God. Here we are, the start of our summer revival tonight. And wouldn't it be great if already today, if God would do a work in our heart and God would prepare us and turn us back to Him. Uh, I like this verse, 2 Chronicles 7, 14. If my people, God says, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. God said, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. I'm so thankful that God is able. Can God? Oh, yes, he can. He is able. He's able. I know he's able. I know my Lord is able to carry me through. I know he can, but I want to trust him and I want to have faith and believe that not only can he, but I want to believe that he will do great and mighty things. Hope you have a great day on this Monday. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend? a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker, we are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.